0: Tanner Mangum, signed by the XFL. Is this the beginning or is it the end? Rivals has arrived.
1: All right, welcome to
0: another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. Former, rather recently former, BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum signs a contract with uh, the XFL, which is starting its version of NFL competition in a spring league this this coming spring, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this the only thing? Is this an embarrassment? What 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 is this? What does this mean? What is this
1: opportunity for Tanner Mangum? You know, what, dude, I, I think as long as a, an athlete has that fire in their belly to compete and the love of the game, I think it's a win. You don't go out there I do you know, I've I've critiqued Mangum and said, you know, he's not playing well here and they're not gonna win with him and I, I I was hard on him as a you know, critiquer. But I'm also as a as a coach, as a father, as another athlete, I'm like, Man, if you got fire in your belly, buddy, and you love the game, you keep going. You you go as long as you love the game and you wanna compete and you wanna dream about becoming better. I mean, you know, maybe maybe a light bulb goes off for him and he gets with the right coach and the right system and uh, something c- confidence or something clicks and he ignites a career. You know, you've seen it happen before and there's some special stories out there. So I'm like, did good you, on him. did man. you
0: so when you were retired what it was 7 years, 9 years? Yeah, NFL? 7 years. Okay, so when league. you retired, your body was pretty hammered, right? Yeah. And you yeah. were like, I've had enough. Yeah. After you had retired was there was there a time, was it hard, or was it like, look, my body, there's just no way I can go on? Or was there a time you said, maybe I should have played a, a little bit longer, yeah. or or maybe I'll try to come back? Yeah. Did you ever have that? that in,
1: yes, in, in? absolutely. That first three years or so, because I was, like you said, I was getting hammered, you know, and I had a few bad injuries, and I was like, oh, man, I want to be able to coach my sons and – hunt and, you know, work on the farm and, you know, have a good physical life. And I started thinking, man, I need to, I probably ought to just hang it up. Right. And, you know, cause you'd see those guys that were just walking around crippled cause they just hung on too long. And then I retired and I was like, Man, I'm ten times better than that guy right there. And you're watching the game, you're like, wait, I'm so much better than that guy. And then the Redskins talked to me, the D-line coach the next year, like, fuck, you should have stayed with us. You would have been my starter all year, you know, last year. And when they had Leonard, brought in Leonard Marshall, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And so yeah, those first few years, I was like, I could have absolutely played another three years or so, it, but would have had more wear and tear on my body. Absolutely, and yeah. I pay, would I paid more of a price down the road. Absolutely. So yeah, it. You do. You second guess it afterwards, especially when you retire. I made a good decision health wise. You know, I think because you, it, it just those last few years. You know, whether it's Muhammad Ali fighting or football players that are really taking a lot of punishment, just go a few, two, two or three too many years.
0: See, and I'm okay going way beyond your best years. Yeah. I really am because I, I think you just need to. And I'm okay with you going when you went. I, it, I was me, really
1: at the peak of my playing. Yeah. If you ask me where I was playing my best, your very ball, best was right. My very right best there. was yeah. right there. When and I, and I would say that game. you
0: know, kind of that five to seven. You, you certainly feel you you know physically, physically and mentally, mentally, you are just dialed right into dialed everything. into. You really everything. understand the game. You really know what you're doing.
1: Your confidence, totally, you know, your relationship totally with agree the with coaches, yep. everything.
0: I, I I totally understand that. Um I'm okay though with a guy that just wants to hang on. And I'm okay yeah, yeah. I'm okay with a guy like Tanner Mangum who goes, "Look, it didn't work out well for me at BYU." In fact, you you'd almost feel a little bit of like embarrassment, a little bit of um yeah, you know, sadness or you felt anger, jilted you know, and and like jilted, maybe yeah. they didn't appreciate what you were and maybe I wasn't given the fair opportunity or maybe they didn't utilize me the right way, whatever. Because we've all been there, we've all felt that before, and I think some people go, "Are you seriously going to play in this clown league and in this, you know, this promotion and this fake boxing guy and Jim McMahon, you know, this Vince McMahon kind, Jim McMahon, this Vince McMahon kind of mentality? Because that that that's a, it, it feels a little bit like that. It feels a little bit like." Um, you know, like miniature golf you know it's yeah. just it's kind of you know like the, you have to hit the ball through the clown's mouth kind of thing it's just not <laughs> it's not real football right and, Yeah. but I I was a guy who said uh, I'll go play anywhere like I get why he wants to do this because I was like I'll go play in the world league and and everyone was like how dare you you know this is real real NFL players don't, don't subject themselves to this kind of thing. It's, right. it's beneath you. You don't need to do this. You're an NFL player and you know, the, the arrogance and the, the, the attitude of, of the NFL yeah. and, and, and all of that. And, and you live it and you're part of it. So I can, there's a side of me that can really appreciate Tanner Mangum just saying, look, I got the rest of my life to do whatever, but I have this moment and, and it's a small moment. It's a small window but you look at a guy like Tommy Maddox, who was a former first-round draft choice of the Broncos, and it was a total bust, right? And, and John Elway's like, "Why are you drafting a court?" You know, just yeah. the whole thing, and 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 he just he just was awful. And then he he kind of left the world of sports and came back through the XFL, ends up with the Steelers, becomes the comeback player of the year, and and so maybe maybe somewhere in this whole story for Tanner Mangum there's closure, there's some vindication, there's whatever, and that maybe it gives him that peace that he can
1: just move on with. I I agree. As long as a person has that fire in the belly and the desire to compete and to come back and to prove other people wrong and, like you said, jilted and anger and just that, that competitiveness, go do it, man. If it's the XFL, go do it. Work your behind off. And you know what? When you leave the game, when you eventually leave the game, you'll know you left nothing on the field. Right, you can you can live the rest of your life going, man. I gave it every ounce I had.
0: It certainly it certainly softens the blow. I'm not gonna. It yeah. doesn't take it away because you always you always miss the game. You always feel yeah. that there. You know, it's it's just part of who you are. All right. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out for him and to see. You know, I, I'll certainly kind of tune in to to figure out. Okay, you know, yeah, he might have a shot, or you know, yeah, it's time to hang it up, but. Uh, It'll be fun to watch and see how that unfolds. All right, this round of Rivals is over. We're off to our corners. He's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. You can uh, find us on Facebook at the Rivals Podcast or Twitter at the Rivals Show. We're also powered by KSL Sports, and you can find us anywhere you find your podcast. Like us, give us uh, a little rating there. And until then, we'll see you then.